guys. Welcome to the Big Blue United Podcast. My name is TJ. I'm here with Dan and Colin. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. What's up? How's it going? How was your Thanksgiving? It's good. It's good. Ate, ate entirely too much. Went to the gym today and felt like uh, I'm good now. I don't have to go to the gym again. I just I worked it off. That's it. You're a basic oh, yeah. boy, Colin. It's a, that's a basic Thanksgiving story. I mean, I was... I. The only reason I didn't go to the gym during the whole thing is I was in Vermont and I wasn't near oh. one. I, I, I was in Vermont in an area where there's nothing. You have to drive 35 minutes to go mm. to the grocery store. So you should, you should have ran to the gym and then worked out and then ran back. The the road, the main this road. Is all our excuses. It's dangerous. about consistency, Colin. Yeah, well, I'm that, to be your who are you letting down? Myself. Yourself? Yeah. And you. You only have one body this life one vessel that's, that's did you work out today today yeah uh i worked my brain out today oh you, did you sweat mm-hmm. i i broke i put some more wrinkles in that thing so it's a wrinkly brain oh it's not smooth yeah that's that's what happens it gets wrinkled up when you learn stuff so okay yeah Great. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Colin, you, you, you either you either you know, you get better, you get worse. You don't say the same, you know? That's, oh, I know who said that. Yeah. They're going to the dome, baby. Yes, they are. Yeah. Summer's football. Damn right. Tony well, DiMatteo Jr. It's not dome yet. It's, uh, yeah, it is. Oh, it is dome. It no, is no, dome. Yes, it is dome. Our high school football team is once again in the state championship. Well, they lost last year, but we're rooting them on this year. Who are they playing again? Um, Liberty or something? Um, yeah, Union Endicott. Union Endicott. I don't know why Union replaced with Liberty in my brain, but who cares? Um, hey, guys. Thanksgiving at my house was great. My wife made a – or we made, I should say, a 22-pound turkey, and then we had a person drop out at the last minute. So <laughs> the amount of leftover turkey was just absolutely crazy. I, I finished it all today. Oh, nice. I ate all of it. Sandwich style? No, I was just animaling it out of the fridge, just Pure periodically protein. just taking hunks of turkey, cold turkey, and just – chomping down it's gonna say you look shredded you look you look, you look cut yeah i haven't, I haven't worked out i don't I couldn't even tell you in the deck, it's just that pure protein dude yeah cuts you up do you think exactly with all that. that extra food in the fridge you could have stopped cold turkey oh <laughs> all right <laughs> please follow big united on facebook twitter instagram follow us at bbu pod boys with the z on twitter don't forget to download the DraftKings app. Use promo code TPPN. Now, I have something to say about DraftKings because I, I, anyone who's listened to the pod knows that I'm not a sports gambler. However, when I did sign up with promo code TPPN, I got some free cash. And for some reason, I decided to use it yesterday. And I did two parlays. And I won one. So believe it or not, I'm nice. 50-50 on my parlays. And these were parlays that DraftKings had suggested that I do also. So I'm surprised by that. And also, I hate that A.J. Brown didn't catch one more ball because then I would have won two parlays on my first day doing mm. parlays on drafting. So you can win right away. Download it now. Promo code TPPN, guys. Um, and our sponsor this week is Happy Earth. Colin got some packages from them, I believe. Colin, why don't you share with us a little bit about Happy Earth? Yeah, it was, uh, it was more directed uh, towards my wife, Steph. Uh, wow. she, got, um, she got a dress. Uh, that's very comfortable. It's black, but it's it's one of those versatile dresses you can wear on any sort of occasion. But the best part about it is it's uh, Happy Earth is this kind of company that uh, actually talks the talk and follows it up with the uh, giving back to the community, all about um, helping 
uh, climate change, everything that is bought, uh, a portion of the purchases goes towards, you know, planting trees, um, uh, giving extra clothes to communities in need and stuff like that. And like, you hear that a lot from a lot of companies and then you look into it, they don't really do as much as you think they do. And this company really backs it up. So it's a very good cause uh, with actual awesome apparel too. So I would recommend it to anyone. It's uh, if you have um, uh, need your retail therapy, you'll feel better about it afterwards because it's actually something good. Nice, man. And I believe you can check out Happy Earth at happyearthapparel.com. Let me just like put that up there. Booyah. Happyearthapparel.com. Check it out, friends. Um, okay, before we get into the game, I, I want to talk about Odell and the, and the plane because uh, I think it's funny. Um, before I have a little story about what I think happened, I just wonder if, if this, uh, you know, because I've been reading a lot on Twitter that this you know, Odell isn't, is not matured and he's not ready, blah, blah, blah. Has this deterred you from wanting him on the team at the right price at all? Not at all. Yeah. It doesn't affect how I felt beforehand though. You know, he's, we don't need him on the team this year. Like we said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think he's matured enough since he's left us. Um, I think things were blown out of proportion. I mean, it's just a guy who is pretty, somewhat famous trying to sleep on a plane and not be bothered. And I, I, it just sounds like the airline went a little too far just for the sole fact that he's someone of, of a high profile character. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing was funny and I, and I want to tell a story about what I think happened here. Um, so Colin and I, a few years ago, went to a bachelor party for our buddy, AJ, who's been on the pod before doing some 49ers work for us. Um, and we were out in San Jose area it was a fun weekend. We did some, uh, some, what, some skeet shooting, drinking, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. Um, anyway, on the way back, we go to the San Jose airport, and one of the dudes who had been at the party was like, hey, do you guys want a Xanax for the flight? And I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. That sounds great. So Colin and I took a little Xanax. We went to the, uh, the bar, had a, had a little Chardonnay. I believe it was. Um, <laughs> a nice, I don't remember if it was buttery or oaky, but either way, it was uh, it was a nice combo. We're waiting in line to get in the plane. Colin just taps my shoulder. He goes, I'm not going to make it, man. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I'm fading. I'm fading fast. I was like, you hold on. We're getting on the plane. Just act normal. Just act normal. So at this time, I'm getting a little loopy too. So, you know, we were sitting in separate places. We got on the plane. I put Colin down. I go back to my seat. I strap in. and You just found like a seat that, for him? Yeah, no, I, no, no. I make sure it was okay, you know, because I, I, I'm good with my uh, with my with my Numbers. mixing of drugs. Yeah, <laughs> but so I, uh, you know, I sat down, I I buckled my seatbelt, and then I don't remember anything until we got to New York. So and I think that's what happened to Odell. He just maybe had two glasses of Chardonnay when he should have had one, and you know, he was just a little bit in and out of it. You know, it happens to people. Everybody takes, uh, you know, if you've never taken a Xanax before you get an airplane. I highly recommend it. I'm not a doctor now, so, you know. So my favorite part about the Odell situation, uh, first I want to say that I, I took my, my iPod out when I sat down, uh, and it was still the, the you know, the ear pods were, were, were wrapped around it, and I was uh, ready to listen to some music and have myself a good flight, and I fell asleep the entire time, and they were still in my hand when we landed at JFK <laughs> or wherever it was. 
and the the woman next to me, I think, thought I was dead and was very relieved to see that I was waking up. So, <laughs> um, anyway, Odell, uh, on the other hand, uh, as per his lawyer, which was I don't know if you read the extensive statement by him uh, or many of them. I think he might have more than one lawyer on this right now for whatever reason. But one of them stated. Uh, that as per his usual flight protocol, I'm paraphrasing, he had the blanket over his head to sleep the entire time. Sleep blanket. But, but why would the blanket already be on your head and you haven't even left the terminal yet? I guess maybe you're getting used, you're getting yeah. ready to go to sleep or something. But I don't know. I, I just, I, I have a hard time picturing the stewardesses and, and and what have you just jumping to conclusions and, and basically calling security right then and there because he just wasn't waking up unresponsive. I don't know. Uh, that doesn't sound, I mean, as per our story, I guess it sounds possible. It sounds exactly like what happened. <laughs> he got in the plane. He's like, Oh shit. I am. I'm, I'm twisted. Let me put this blanket over my head and maybe no one will talk to me. Maybe he's a nervous <laughs> deli when it comes to flying. Who knows? Sure. Totally possible. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of just a funny story. I just don't really care. Like either way. I mean, if he does end up on the team, I just hope they don't overpay him. And, and the, the more remarkable thing to me is that he's even medically cleared to be playing right now. Yeah. After tearing his ACL in February. Yeah. I'm, I'm concerned to see what he's actually got left after this injury and the, and the timeline he came back in. That's so, you know, if he if he ends up a giant, great. If it's for, you know, any amount of money, not great, my opinion. You know, I'm I'm cool with it either way. I really don't want him to go to the Cowboys, regardless of how much he has left. What I'm really kind of getting sick of is him clearly and noticeably interacting more on Twitter to boost his profile and like. Uh, and not even just Twitter, anywhere else, and just, like, commenting on all the games for these teams that are rumored to be looking at him, and then he's going to go um, visit and what have you. And it's just like, I get what you're doing, but it's just like, uh, it, it's, I, it smells of LeBron, you know? I disagree more. I feel like, you know, his people are, are doing what they're supposed to do, the people that get paid yeah. to make him the most money possible. And he's just putting him – he's listening to the people around him, and he's going to probably – you know, garner more interest and get a better deal because of it. Yeah, I, I so while it. it is annoying, all the all the you know static and all that stuff. I mean, it's it's totally understandable, and I think you know expected at this point. A lot of times, with someone of his you know notoriety, as long as he doesn't go to the Cowboys, I really don't care. I mean, it would be great to have him back, but like, I just I can't stand the idea of him being down there. I really can't. Mm. Makes me sick. I mean, yeah. if they're going to see Odell, why did they get rid of Cooper to begin with? Well, that's the weird part. Well, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I've been enjoying the fruits of Amari Cooper on the Browns and my fantasy team. So appreciate you, Jerry. Appreciate Jerry you, Jones. Kobe Should we talk about Jerry Jones or just leave that one? Yeah, oh, should... no. No, let's talk about that. That's a good one. It was so, just uh, state facts. <laughs> yeah, Jerry Jones was, you know, at some sort of protest 65 years ago. I think Forrest Gump was, was that, that 14 one. Too. Or fi- Forrest yeah. Gump was there. Yeah. Jerry Jones was 14 or 15, and he was, you know, presumably involved in a protest against, you know, the integration of the school in Little Rock, Arkansas, back during, uh, you know, the civil rights era. I mean, listen, nobody like no one in here likes Jerry Jones. No, I don't know anyone who likes Jerry Jones, but I mean, he was 14 and it was 65 years ago. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I listened to what Stephen A said. I guess I'm kind of just reiterating what he was saying, but 
What Stephen A. say? I didn't hear. Oh, he was. Uh, mm, it he wasn't. Was, you know, he was very on Jerry Jones's side. Yeah, very on he, Jerry. He Jones. cut him some slack. Yep. He did. He did cut him some slack because of uh, you know the the difference in eras and uh, you know the age that Jerry Jones was and the time that has elapsed since this occurred. Yeah. My, I guess my... if you're if you're super old, you're allowed to be racist then. Yeah. Yeah. That's, okay. That's the thing. Um, yeah. My. Uh... I don't know. I mean, it's, such a, it's such like a jump to conclusion. I mean, we were, you know, allowed to say homophobic slurs culturally, cult- culturally, you know, when we were in high school and that was accepted. So, I mean, you know, just putting that out there that I think everybody in certain, you know, places and yeah. time periods may have acted in a way that they regret, especially when they were younger in their teenage years. So, I mean... I think Jerry Jones, that being said, Jerry Jones is still a racist now. And uh, <laughs> and I completely disagree with Stephen A. And uh, he's definitely still the same way. And I'm surprised yeah. I haven't seen him at the, uh, you know, with the MAGA or clan hat on at any point. Yeah. I'm, sure he owns, I'm sure he owns a MAGA hat. Well, that that's, that's my problem because it, it was specifically said that he acknowledged that was him in the picture and didn't apologize for it. Whatsoever. Oh yeah. That's a big one. That's a big which one, yeah. is like, okay, it's one thing if you're 14, 15 years old and you're going along with your friends, along with the crowd, whatever's going on. But it's another thing of being like, yeah, that was me. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. What? No, it's not fine. Just say like, maybe I was foolish and young and, and I don't know what was going on then. There, you did it. Yeah, he didn't want to do all that. You gotta do. Yeah. It's all you got to do. I mean, uh, I think there's a lot of things that most people could apologize for doing when they're in the, around that age. You know, that is if you were cool, of course, if you're some, yeah. you know, square sitting at home, hanging out with your mom, you know, whatever. I don't care about you. Yeah. Everyone that's cool did ethically uh, uh, wrong <laughs> morally when they were little. Yeah. <laughs> involved in morally dubious. <laughs> you weren't cool unless you were blurring younger. the lines between ethics and morals when uh, you're your teen years. <laughs> Well, we could really, uh, you know, do a whole pot on this, I think. But maybe we should talk about Jerry Jones's team, yeah. Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> the significantly better team. So, so I, I want to just explain the whole watching. I don't really, ha- besides going to uh, a number of games a year with my dad, I don't usually sit on the couch and watch games with him. It's rare, in fact. Usually, it ends up being a playoff game or a Super Bowl, something like that. Um, but rare is it just a regular season game. And, you know, it's Thanksgiving, you know, up in Vermont with some family, blah, blah, blah. And I've realized that it's very possible that my father and I have flipped our, our giant fan personas. My dad is me in college when it comes to the Giants. Did he flip a table? No, he didn't flip a table. But he got <laughs> to a point where he said it, it, was, it was clear that we were losing the game. And he goes, why are you torturing me? Why do I have to watch the rest of this? And I'm like, Dad, we're, we're, at, we're at Aunt Ronnie's right now. We're watching the Giants on Thanksgiving. There's nothing else on TV. What do you want to watch? It's a Wonderful Life or something? You want to get, you know, go to Christmas already? No. We're watching the rest of this game. And when I was trying to explain to him, it was just like, listen, yeah, it felt like it was a much broader uh, result than uh, 28 to 20 or whatever it was. That was right. That was 20 that to was, 20. That was yeah. that, yeah. Um, and considering that we have the walking dead basically on our team and we only lost by eight, that's wonderful. And I have no problem with it. I hate the Cowboys. I hate losing the Cowboys, but any year in the past, we would have lost 45 to nothing. So 
uh, yeah, it would have been nice to to win, but we have no one playing, and uh, you know the team wasn't as good as they were, so we lost. And I wasn't bummed out about it because of it. I wasn't allowing myself to be bummed out. So that was my experience watching it. I I don't know if you guys felt the same, but it was just like it wasn't like it was in the past where I was just like punching my leg and being mad about it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Tale of two halves, man. Basically, to me, absolutely. Um, I think in the I think the first half was very you know fun to watch, and and I and it was better, a lot better than I expected. You know, obviously, you know, you brought up the injuries. Giants had a lot of people out, and a lot of backers were playing, and I don't think a lot of people stepped up and played pretty well. But I think yeah. basically, in my mind, what this game came down to three things. One is that the Giants couldn't stop the run at all, which I knew was basically going to happen. We we basically predicted that last week. Um, they haven't been able to stop the run all year. One of the worst you know run defenses in the league. Um, two was that I think in the second half specifically, Dak Prescott just was playing super well, and I think you know. He was just hard to defend because the Giants actually had quite a good pass rush this game, specifically Thibodeau, which we can get into in a little bit. But he was under pressure and he was still making really good throws. And he was hitting C.D. Lamb. You know, give C.D. Lamb credit too. He was making a lot of good catches, you know, and Michael Gallup as well as uh, yeah. there was a tight end. Schultz had a couple yeah. of good grabs. Obviously, then run, down the, run down the sideline with that, you know, hurdle. I don't know if that was Schultz or not, but one of the tight ends. That was a... No, that was a... Jake Ferguson. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that was, you know, it's it was just remarkable athleticism and a good play. I just thought the Cowboys made a lot of really good plays on offense. And the defense stuck in there and, and did what they could, but they were just outmatched. You know, I think that's what it comes down to. And, and the third thing, I think, is that even though, you know, Daniel Jones has played like crap. He played like crap. You might look at the numbers, which were what? You know what? 21 through 35, 228 and a touchdown, which are like typical Jones numbers. And the completion percentage is yeah. like decent for him throwing that many balls. But of he, which the, those like ten of those passes came on that last drive. That I was going to well. say. So yeah. a lot of those numbers are padded by that garbage time drive at the end of the game. And if you really watch the body of work, he was under throwing, throwing a guy's feet, reminding me of Eli Manning doing screen passes to some degree. He was behind, throwing behind guys, overthrowing guys. I actually thought the best throw of the game was uh, the one Slayton didn't catch. Because the one Slayton did catch was not a good throw. It was a really, really good adjustment midair yeah. by Slayton to make that grab. Um, Jones just can't do it. He's not the guy. If you need to throw the ball to win, which you need to do in the NFL, Jones isn't going to be there. He's not going to be the one to take you to the next level. And which, that's which, why the Giants didn't win this game. Which, because which, the offense which, couldn't do shit. That, that actually brings up an interesting point because it we're, it's going to be a tough situation not as tough uh, or tougher than we expect it to be because as of right now the the consensus is the quarterback class and we've talked about this before next year is not remarkable and depending on where we're going to be drafting who knows what we're going to get maybe it's an Anthony Richardson or, or you know since it's it's going to be later in the draft in general but that's not a surefire thing the problem and I don't want to hang on to Daniel Jones longer than we have to, but where would we go realistically? Is it stopgap? Tyrod. Tyrod is already on the team. Do you feel that the coaching staff believes enough in him to have a year of him being the starter? I want to see him play. I want to see him play this year, I think. I don't think the last two games have, uh, have really shown me what I think we need to see about Jones and is that if you need him to throw to win the game, you'll never do it. And I think that's obvious. And, I, and you know, you, if you want to, you know, talk about 
the O-line and the wide receivers, at, you know, ad nauseum. I mean, fine. But Jones isn't good either. He's not good either. He's I shown nothing. I haven't looked. Uh, I, I actually intentionally didn't look. Uh, I didn't know what the uh, um, uh, the blue-colored glasses crowd said about Jones after this game. I love all the, the excuses and, and, you know, defending. And I, I didn't see anything. I don't know if you guys did. but uh, I'm sure it's that he has no one to throw the ball to. But yeah. it's the same it's the same stuff over and over and over again. And you know and what? Yeah. Slayton and James and Hodges played as well as they could. Miriak yeah. and and you know um Krager, he only had one ball, but there's there's guys that are out there and they're trying and they're they are getting open. Jones is just I don't know. I don't know I don't know what he's seeing on the field. And I don't know why he's not using his legs more because that's basically the best part of his game. Yeah. Well, it's because I I maintain the leg thing is is a survival instinct. It's not a thing that he weaponizes like on his own accord it's just him when no other nothing else is available he just runs to save his life (laughs) i don't think he's ever like threatening it unless it's a called you know a a called qb run did you guys watch the eagles game i did oh my god dude (laughs) i'm not saying that daniel jones is is as athletic as jalen hurts is but like definitely not (laughs) he could run and the way that the eagles are running that offense last night was just, you know, it was exactly what I was just like, why don't the Giants do this? Why aren't the Giants doing this every game? I don't know. I don't know. It's not like Jalen Hurts is like a masterful processor, too. He's not like no. necessarily like a surgical uh, thrower, but uh, he's more creative, that's for sure. Well, what's their, uh, I mean, every team's injured in the league, but like, are the Eagles any more injured than anyone else? Or are they doing okay this year with that? They have one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. And no one's injured on it. Um, I'm not totally sure. I mean, every team has injuries. I don't know yeah. where they stand, you know, yeah. on the list. Obviously, the Giants have more injuries than most teams. I think the Rams are the only team with more injuries than the Giants. But mm. still, I mean, you know, you look at some of these, like the Giants that had one drive where they put Gary Brightwell in with Saquon Barkley. They're running, running the trap, Love which that. is a term, a term the announcers use that I hadn't remembered since I was playing high school football. Yeah. yeah. And those plays were working. And yep. then, you know, they started- Gary Brightwell is getting chunk yardage. Yeah, you look great. You know, I... I <laughs> I feel like, you know, a lot of times the offense is getting creative and then they sort of get away from it. And, and, you know, running the ball is the forte. So if you can, you know, muster up these sort of interesting calls on runs when you have a mobile quarterback, you know, do it. And then Jones on his own accord, you know, would rather throw the ball away and get intentional grounding penalty than, you know, try and take off and at least get back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's tough because, I mean – you do wonder, I mean, Kafka is smart enough to, uh, you'd think, to call the right play all the time, or most of the time anyway. And may, I mean, maybe he's just limited. It, we have to come back to the limitations of, of the talent and the, the health of the team. So we won't even see, and let's hope that Kafka uh, is able to stick around longer than this year, because I, I just, I'm scared of, of the coaches that are going to be looking for head coaching jobs elsewhere. And I just, I don't, I don't wanna... think he's gone after this year. No, I don't think so. But like, it's, it's on everyone's mind. And I know that's the, the way that the NFL works, but I'd like to see one amazing season where it's all like clicking and the, the coaching is, is just, it, it's already shown it, but like, I guess not enough to, to leave this off season. I'm, I'm hoping. I, I, I mean, for what is he going to leave for a head coach? I don't think he's going to leave for a head coaching job. No. But and and if you want to stay an offensive coordinator, there's not many places better to go than to work under Brian Dable. That's that's true. So and I for the they, chance to get your own quarterback, 
to build a team around in the vein that Brian Dable did. Like that's or, the program or like have a stop to take gap. over or have a stopgap and then have to push out another year. I mean, if that's okay. And, and, and they're building, no, I'm talking from a, a Kafka perspective, like if I ask Kafka, no, I know. But like what, what's going to be his quarterback next year? I don't know. I think Dan Moore meant like, you know, they're, they're eventually going to get a young guy. Yes. Out yeah. of the draft. And my worry is that they may not, or he, he wouldn't be around long enough for that to really come to fruition. I hope he is, but. I mean, I mean, someone I think who was last year a quarterback's coach and then now it's his first uh, stint as offensive coordinator. I think that, you know, unless you have a remarkably dumb front office, maybe the Raiders want to sign him to be their uh, head well, coach. That's next what year. I mean. Yeah. It's so easily <laughs> done like that. Like anybody who's an idiot uh, out there in the league. Would but who is oh, like, you... what? Who was the best quarterback out of the draft this year? Kenny Pickett? Like who's the number one quarterback taken? I mean, how are you supposed to know? You can't pick. It's the only one you really saw. I'm just saying who, who, who came out and saw him. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, this year is a much better quarterback class than last year, Colin. Um, I think there's at least three guys that are going to go in the top 15. Well, and then Anthony Richardson, who's probably going to go in the top 25. Which the reason I brought him up is I feel like it's well, if, if we lose every game on on out, then that that's a little bit different. But like if we, you know, sneak out a couple of wins here and there, he seems to be right in that wheelhouse of what we would possibly go for. Is he coachable up to a point uh, of of being the guy that a Kafka or, or or Dable wants? Great, I, I'm just not sure. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no way we can know how how coachable he is. I don't, I don't know nearly enough about college football for that. Yeah, I know. I, I but his like... his raw skills are definitely in line with what they like. Yeah, in a Josh Allen vein. Sure. Mm. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. When the conversation at the dinner table gets into who's your favorite Peloton instructor, or you know, what kind of Tupperware is best for the mashed potatoes time to check out DraftKings. Get your same game parlays, easy fast payouts, player props, everything you want. And right now, new customers can bet $5 on any NFL team to win their games and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, play the same game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, and point totals. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win. Every time I open DraftKings, I'm easily able to find what I'm looking for, the parlays, the teams, the matchups, the spreads, right there for you, plug and play, you're ready to rock. So now, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use code TPPN, place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game to get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Vane, um, uh, I don't. I just don't see the Giants going quarterback in the draft this year. I, I just, you know, I, I my the one point I really wanted to make is that when watching this game, you really kind of noticed the roster is bad. The yeah. depth is bad. You lose a couple, you know, key contributors, and you end up, you know getting destroyed basically on, on the, on defense and not being able to do anything on offense. So yeah, it, it was rough. And I, and I just don't think that the giants need to go out and spend money on Daniel Jones or at this point, I'm totally out in Saquon Barkley too. He should not be resigned. The giants need as much money and as much draft capital as they can, because this team has so many holes and, you know, we've all been blinded by coming out and winning seven games, you know, so far, 
we didn't think that was going to happen. Nobody thought that was going to happen. And now all of a sudden, you know, people are forgetting that you are still rebuilding. It, yes, it's great to win. I love it. But you have to think about, you know, this team's not going to win a Super Bowl this year. And if you re-sign Jones and Saquon, you're not going to win a Super Bowl next year or the year after. You have to look, you know, three, four years from now from truly being, or maybe not three, let's do two, three years from now from really being competitive, you know, Super Bowl contender, depending on who you could find to go under center. It, it, it's a stark difference between the first uh, seven games uh, going up until this point, not even first seven, just the first like four or five. Saquon's slowed down. I mean, yeah, the, the line is crap, but that's the whole thing every friggin' year. Give Nick Gates some credit, would you? Who had who was back and had was dominant in the run game. All he was game. killing it. He was throwing people around. It was wonderful. He was. I mean, that that quote that he said about how he's not the best football player out there, but we love him. Yeah, he's the best. He's I, like, I, yeah, he was like, I had I have to be scrappy. I got to start punching guys because I'm not really that good at football. <laughs> it's like I love. <laughs> well, he didn't even punch anyone. It was it was Parsons that punched him just because he was talking trash, and I love it. I love yeah. it. I feel like the mean, the mean like uh, uh, lineman, offensive lineman from the yesteryear are are kind of back through him. Like he's he would have fit on any of those '80s teams, you know? Yeah, he's got that personality and the hair too. Yeah, and he's a well, it's also yeah. It's also the extra juice of playing the Cowboys for him, too. Well, yeah. I'm sure that didn't go. Um, oh, Colin, I'm sorry. I finished your point before I uh, wanted no, to give no, you no, praise. That, that, well, I do. If you want to bring up Parsons, I mean, Andrew Thomas did have his worst game. He but was I want to say, I want, yeah, I mean, whatever it is. But I want to say, I'm just really looking forward to Micah Parsons versus Andrew Thomas for a decade. Yeah. Because it's going to be such a fun matchup for a really long time. And if even if Thomas, you know, Parsons got the best of him this time, I think it's going to be fun to watch and very reminiscent of your uh mike strahan john runyon battles with the eagles over the years by the way john runyon's son is a starting tackle now in the nfl which is hilarious i forget what team he's on that's crazy I saw him playing the other night um forget but that's cool man um and also yeah and i was watching ohio state michigan and marvin harrison's son yeah he's like super good it's just so weird to see all these like dudes kids coming into the league from like when we were in college Oh yeah, I guess it's what happens, you know. Well, like uh, uh, Antoine Winfield Jr., Asante Samuel's son. Yeah, it's plenty of guys. Patrick Sertan's son. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Joey Porter's son is coming into the league. Joe Horn's son. Uh, Joe Joe Horn's uh, son is on the the Panthers. Joey Porter's son is a cornerback. I don't know how good he is, but crazy, probably tough guy. Um. So yeah, cut Saquon or no? I'm just kidding. No, (laughs) but I really like. I mean. Should have right traded now. him five games ago. Oh, sure, should That's have. What I'm saying that would, been, that would have been smart. You know, I think that you you've been really grounded this whole time, Dan. In in reality, yeah. well, Colin and I have oftentimes been swayed by yes. the results of uh, of some of these games. I see. I, well, you know what they not... used to call me in college, right? Yeah, right. Doctor Reality. Yeah. Doctor Reality. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's it, I'm sure, it, it sure. was. It, it wasn't that like every every point of this, like even when we were winning and it was like all high high and mighty and feeling great. I, I there was no point in my thought process that we I we should re-sign either of those guys. Um, I think we could play some tape back. I think we could play some tape. Back I didn't say anything about re-signing Saquon at all. <laughs> I, not even a little bit. No, I didn't. I we definitely did had not. tag conversation. Yo, the we tag is threw out thing. numbers. We threw out numbers. <laughs> I think. Well, the, and with, that was with the idea that the production would continue as it was in the moment, and it hasn't. So mm-hmm. it's easy. It makes it pretty easy for us and. You know, the front office, uh, if it continues as, uh, I guess, drab as it has been the last couple of games, it, it's going to be an easy decision for them, I yeah. think. 
the production is not a symptom of Saquon. It's a symptom of all the circumstances being perfect for him to produce, just like, you know, most other running backs would produce to a certain degree. Obviously the upside is greater, but yeah, I mean, we've been over this a gazillion times. I don't even feel like talking anymore. I know that Bra- yeah. all I know is that Breda would have caught that pass on the fourth and one. <laughs> Probably. It was a bad, it was a bad it was an Eli pass. Yeah. It was a yeah. bad throw, but I think Breda would have caught it. I do. Do you I think Brightwell would have caught it? No. Totally possible. I just don't see the point in spending, you know. Okay, so you can get really anybody, and they might be like 80% as effective as Saquon for like 5% of the price that he's going to be paying. Oh, absolutely. Who cares? Who cares? You know, just just be gone with him. Most replaceable position. I'm done with him. I'm done with Jones. I'm done with Saquon. And um, I'm just ready. I'm ready for next year. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i mean well yes and as we as a you know we are too but like what does the rest of this regular season look like honestly like is it lose game. every game on here on out or is it a you know here's one win here's it's one tough. win oh You're there's two split. losses you definitely split with the commanders i feel like but the, the rest of it i don't know man the vikings are tough even though i mean the giants stuck in there with the cowboys the cowboys dismantled the vikings everything yeah. changes week to week but you never know what can happen I think we but... get two more wins Maybe. I can see that too. Who's left? Commanders, Commanders, Vikings, and Eagles. Eagles, yeah. Eagles twice. Colts. Colts at the last game of the year. Yeah. Um, I can see two more wins. I think the Eagles are going to destroy the Giants. I, I, I just, I mean, we'll do a preview on that later. But their rushing attack is just so potent. Their whole offense is just so potent. Really, pretty wild. Um, do you guys want to talk a little bit more about the defense? Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't have any thoughts though. Do you have any, any yeah. thoughts on the defense? Yeah, I have. I have some thoughts. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I, I don't know. I, all those wrinkles are failing you, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's out. not. There's just not a lot to say. That they're we are down our starting cornerbacks. Uh, who who do we got back? We got back uh, Rodarius Williams. Um, had a fan fantastic game. You played pretty well. Um, from coming in, you know, with basically not playing the whole year. Yeah. It's a pretty, you know, he had that pick. He was solid in the run game, solid tackling. He yeah. definitely stepped up. No, he's not a starter in the NFL, but I think he's shown you that he can be depth piece on your team for, you know, an extended period of time. He could step yeah. up when you need him to, you know, I, lo- I loved watching him. I thought it was fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He had some great plays for sure. But I, I don't know. I just look at the. The, the the starting defense the names on it and it you know they 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 played as good as you could hope Doesn't spark joy C- cordell flot uh he had a touch and go game yeah you know well uh, you have to give the credit all the credit to cave i think yeah Explain. i well, well i mean I think, you know last, last week we were like oh colin you can go i don't yeah care. well i mean i i did bring up i don't know if i if it was live on the pod but um i did mention how it was there wasn't enough production from him. And I think after realizing or watching a little bit more of like, uh, like Baldy's breakdowns and like stuff like that, he does affect the game way more than uh, the, uh, you know, more than meets the eye kind of thing. Like he's not the ticks on the stat sheet. Yeah. Which is cool. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that because the sacks will come eventually you'd imagine. 
Um, he missed on a he missed on one pretty bad, unfortunately. But yeah, but here's the thing too, though, and and, and I we've pro- we've said it before, and it must be because he's a rookie. But these holding these lack of holding calls have got to go. I'm so sick of seeing his, someone tackle him to the ground and no flag being thrown. It's insane, and I don't know what it is. I I, I don't know if the refs are just like, oh, you'll you'll learn, rookie. Like you know, we'll give it to you when you earn it. Like I don't know what the hell that is, but it's like. Hello, I'm watching the play and he I'm seeing an arm around his neck and he's like his arms are up in the air and he can't do anything and there's no call. Plenty of times. He's he's making he's pushing the, the pocket around like crazy and it's good to see and I think he'll only get better. Um and I think I, I'll I'll re uh I'll I'll back up my my statement of saying that there was not enough production as of yet. And that I felt like I was worried before. I'm not. It'll figure itself out. Uh, speaking of which, it looks like. Can I, uh, can I rattle it, a stat off to you? Sure. Nine pressures, five hurries, four hits, 38% pressure rating, success rate for the game. Okay. That well, is solid. And, and it, maybe it's not a breakout game, but it's a game that you can be proud of. And a game where the pass rush was better than it has been. Yeah, Dak Prescott was just playing so well, man. That's well, I think that's really what it is. You which know? is funny because Dak looked like crap in the first half. He did, like, he but he came like out garbage. He came out and played great in the second half. And yeah. you know what? There was a number of times where Kayvon got up in his face and he made a bad throw. Yeah, that would have been completed if it wasn't for Kayvon Thibodeau. So you know you got to give credit to him and you know the usual suspects and Dexter Lawrence and Leo Williams and Jalen Smith had a good game. Yep. Um, Jimenez was contributing to the pass rush. I mean, I actually I actually thought the front seven was kind of, uh, you know, Not bad. at least in the pass rush scenarios, we're doing pretty well. Um, run defense, on the other hand, was not great by any stretch of the imagination. Well, I, I did see today that it looks like uh, Aziz is, is being uh, taken off of IR to come back, which is nice. I think that'll help. And uh, uh, Bradison as well. Um, some players that will help mm. both yeah. the offense and defense. Why don't so we see I, more of Ellerson Smith this year? Is he hurt too? You know, I've seen him warming up before games. I think he's he's kind of uh, he's riding the bench right now. Maybe he's just not good. Maybe he's not good. <laughs> he's just bad. Well, I mean, he, uh, yeah, he's he kind didn't of play. Like, he's he one of those guys. No, he, no, he played. Uh, he played one snap. Uh, one snap, huh? You know, yeah. I think he needs to put weight on. He's kind of like that tall, lanky kind of guy, and I don't know if he's uh, he's got it for the NFL yet. Uh, plus, he went to what's he went to some cockamamie weirdo school like Burlap Tech weirdos Burlap Tech <laughs> Northern <laughs> Iowa yeah exactly Burlap Tech I like that <laughs> that's what that's a Tim Hardism actually yeah that's good um, what else about the defense I mean uh, I want to say that Darnay Holmes was pretty bad. That yeah, well, they right. put him one on one on CD Lamb. CD Lamb, yeah. yes, Lamb was was uh, taking him to school. I He's not an outside guy. That. He's a slot nah. guy. Period, and that's where he should stay. We could just can't put him out there. Hey, man. Well, Nick McLeod was having trouble too. So, I mean, there wasn't really a lot of options. On the <laughs> so Nick McLeod's having trouble then. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> everyone's gonna have trouble. <laughs> yeah. Hey, at, at least Julian Love is uh, the man. Yeah, great. I love that pick. That was a fun play too. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know. It's just, it's just, they just weren't, they're just not good enough to beat Dallas. And I'm worried that they're not good enough to beat a lot of teams. However, there is a team I do think that they are good enough to beat. And that is the Washington football team. 
<laughs> where we will all be at the game next week, by the way. That's right. Uh, so maybe we can like tweet out what section we'll be drinking beer in. If you guys want to come by, have a frosty New England double IPA. Um, right at, at, at 930 in the morning. You, yeah. just, you hit me up. I'll, I'll save one for you. I'll sell one to you for $12. Yeah, <laughs> it's beer and provisions prices though. Yeah. <laughs> Set up a stand. Yeah. Um, no, but interestingly enough, Commanders are sitting seven and five, one game behind the Giants right now in the NFC East. All of the NFC East teams are currently slotted to be in the playoffs, which is funny. All three, you know, behind the Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders are the three wild card teams right now. So yes, this game funny. is important. It does have implications. I mean, the NFC is bad in general. So if the Giants can, you know, come out with a win here, I think that it really drastically puts up your chances, you know, to get into the playoffs. I think they're sitting at what, like a 56% chance to get in the playoffs right now. The worst team, according to PFF with the highest percentage to get in the playoffs, which is always fun to be in. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts on this game, Colin? Do you think that the, uh, that we could, we could, we're going to beat the commanders here or, or you think Taylor Heineke's star power is just too much for us? The tough part about this kind of game is uh, they easily could smack us up and we easily could win. So I can't, I, I honestly can't make a prediction at all on win or loss. I, this is one of those like coin flip situations. Um, I think it depends on who they can, we can actually get back healthy to contribute on Sunday. I think that'll be, uh, that'll go a long way to deciding it. Home field advantage always helps a little bit, especially this year. And you guys will experience that it's a little louder than it has been in years past, which is nice. Um, it's a nice change of pace. It's not as a uh, morgue or mm. um, or cemetery like. Um, yeah, I, I think it'll be a good game. I mean, we're we're, we're fairly matched in terms of I, I think where we're at talent wise. Um, they probably have a little more talent than us, but not as good coaching. So I think that's the the balancer right there. Um, yeah, I I mean. Who's playing better football right now? Like who's got Heineke or, or Jones? Uh, Heineke. The Commanders are playing better football. Period than the Giants. No, I, I meant specifically at quarterback though. Well, Heineke, yeah, yeah. Heineke, and he'll probably That's pretty tear crazy. Us up. He'll tear us up. Um, he's I like, mean, like they're 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 just middle of the road, like we are. I mean, but they do have you know a better defense on paper. They can rush the passer. They can cover. They can do everything you need to do on defense. I mean, you know. The commanders are always funny because it's like before every season, their front seven always looks so great. And then mm. it's just kind of like whatever, but it seems like they are picking up some steam now. Um, their offense isn't great. It's about the same as the giants. So it's just going to be, you know, one of those slug out, sluggo, slug out fests. It's going to be, gonna be a lot sluggo. of sluggo. Uh, I don't even know what that, that means. Slant go. Oh, sl- that's right. That's right. Slant go. Um, I was thinking of atmosphere after I said it. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you, Colin. It's it's very difficult to predict this. Um, I, I could go either way, and, and I hope it goes our way because this is a big, yeah. big, big week for the Giants in terms of you know staying in that playoff hunt. I, I just realized that Ron Rivera is is like a worse Jeff Fisher in terms of coaching, like kind of always in the mix, decent uh, records a majority of the time, maybe sometimes, but like. Not great. Not I a great like, coach. He puts all his cards on the table, and he's uh, he's not afraid to uh, to to gamble on a riverboat. Stupid nickname. 
Yeah. Isn't like isn't Brett Favre the original riverboat gambler? No. Is I, it I, like is it when you're on a riverboat, do you just more inclined to make bad bets? Is that what that is? I, like, yeah, I don't know. I I don't even know why he. It, it's appropriate to call him that. It, it because like those, those riverboat casinos, you know, down on the, the Mississippi. No, 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 no. I know, but like Ron Rivera in wheel in the back. You know. I was thinking about Brett Favre. Oh, uh, no, I think Ron Rivera, when he was considered Riverboat Ron, was calling very aggressive, like going fourth down, mm. like games. And now he's uh, got a little of, bit, but not as much. Mill, Ron? Yeah. He's, like, mill, Ron? he's like murder, she wrote, in. Ron. Everybody goes for it on fourth down now? It was like unique <laughs> when he did it back then. Wait, wait, what's the murder, she wrote reference? I'm trying to... Piece that together. Uh, hey, Colin, what Lansbury. Are, can, can you tell us about that story when we Why? were in elementary school with Murder She Wrote? Uh, no, it's not Murder She Wrote. It is uh, Doctor Quinn Medicine Woman. Oh, uh, Doctor Quinn Medicine that, Woman. Excuse me. I, I'm not telling that story um, ever. Uh, but Murder <laughs> She Wrote. It's, it's just like another show that that old people watch. Oh, okay, got it. They, got they it. go to they go to their uh, their four o'clock dinner. Uh, the early bird special, and then they go to sleep. My, early. I was thinking of the before river, they go to die. The riverboat reminded me. It's not like an Agatha Christie book where they're like murder on the riverboat or something. Murder on the murder Orient on the Express. Nile. No, murder but there was another one where they're on a riverboat. You know. Yeah, oh. Probably. And I'm still confused about you know, does it is there something about being on the river where you make a worse bet than you're at a, a casino on the land? I think. You know, this is not well, funny. I'm sorry. I, I no, it, it, but it's, 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 <laughs> I like thinking about it because I don't know. You're on the, you're on a riverboat. I think it's just it's happenstance that it's on a boat. It's just more like it's alliteration. Yeah, That's it. I think the type of people you find on a riverboat are more inclined to make wild bets. It's a it's a more outlandish, no holds barred, anything goes kind of atmosphere compared to you know traditional gambling gambling you venues. You, you'd want to bet somewhere where you could easily get away if you're going to be so wild with your betting because then you can run from your problems but if you're on a boat, you, you can't leave you that's can't why you leave. keep betting you just keep gambling because nothing else to do and you can't go anywhere okay okay maybe that's it all right well we cracked the case yeah with that with that being said thanks for listening tonight guys you can follow big blue united on facebook twitter instagram uh, you can follow us at BBU Pod Boys with a Z on Twitter. Don't forget to download the DraftKings app. Use promo code TTPN. Check out HappyEarthApparel.com. Have a good night. Goodbye. <laughs>